Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Today was fun. I went to see Evander at the dog trainer. Have we told everybody about Evander? I'm not sure what we've said about Evander. He was a homeless dog. I know people go, duh. But that's not always how it works. <laughs> like, like We got Odie from a lady who had two dogs and had to go into an old person's um, home and like an assisted living facility and could only have one of the two dogs and chose the older dog, which made sense. So you don't always get these dogs from like the dog pound or whatever. But this particular dog was living with a homeless man. And the homeless man was found dead out on the streets with the dog still sitting by him. Aw, poor Evander. His name's he's Evander. He's a sad little pooch. And he is. He's kind of sad. And he's um a little bit unfriendly at times. Or was, I should say. Because today when I went to see him, he was a different creature. By the way, he says he know, he barked the first two nights in the crate. He doesn't bark anymore, but he says 100%. He doesn't bark to be a pain in the butt. He barks because he needs to go out. Okay. It's just what he told me. I thought that was interesting because we were trying to surmise that, remember? what Was it about him needing to go out or what? I guess when he comes back, he'll need to be walked a little bit later in the evening. Yeah, he's 100% sure that that's what that is, though. And yeah, by walking him later in the evening, he'll sleep later. Past 4 a.m., that is. But he did things like, like I would just say, let's go, and he would follow me. Which is a big change from the little sucker clamping his teeth down on my hand. Well, and even when he was on a leash, he didn't pull. He just walked. Well, he, did, he didn't pull when we had him either. Didn't pull leash. at all, though. Like, he wasn't interested in trying to be in front, which was very different. But it was nice to be taught that. And I'm trying to pay real careful attention because, you know, I want to teach whomever. Well, obviously, I want to teach you and Mitchell. But then I want to teach whomever adopts him to handle him the right way. That'll give the most chance for success. Right. So that's that was Evander today. This he was, dog's going to end up being most in love with you, I think. He was very <laughs> interesting. Um, he kind of acknowledged me, but he was kind of like, eh, who cares? To be fair, at this point, he spent more time with the dog trainer than he ever spent with you. To be fair, I was like, eh, whatever. He can act how he wants to act. Anyway, <laughs> Evander. That's the Evander update. It's also the Evander introduction. So, you know, there's more to the Evander story that involves herbs and, you know, things of that nature. Herbs? Um, what the heck is an herb? You be quiet, Canadian. You and your herb. Although I will admit, and I did admit this. I don't get why we Americans call it herb 
Okay. Because you don't call the but study got, of them herbology. We got Herb Alpert, the music artist. His name is Herb. And you don't call them Herbert. You call them Herbert. Well, so why is H-E-R-B Herb, but also H-E-R-B is Herb? It makes no sense. Why? Since when is the H silent? The study of plants. Herbology. You don't say herbology. No, actually, they do say herbology. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. I was in school here, and they say herbology, and they call the herbologist an herbologist. But that's the whole point is it all stems from the word herb that is actually more appropriately pronounced herb. Damn Americans being too lazy. It doesn't make sense. Like, I don't don't buy the you and color and, you know, whatever stuff. I don't buy that. I think that's a bunch of crap. You can spell how you want to spell. Your way's not right. My way's not right. There's just two ways to spell the same word. Well, actually, both of our ways are right. That's the that's what you should say. Whatever it is, what it is. What neither she said, is wrong. What she said. But this kind of situation is just stupid. Like it's just dumb. But like like on the TV on uh, what is it? Uh, Shark Tank. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't remember the show. And they had that stupid. Uh, what was it called? something sync love sync and they were two <laughs> stupid buttons and what's supposed to happen here i am giving them free advertising what's supposed to happen is to say if, what it was called. if one of the partners <laughs> is in the mood you know they discreetly touch the button and then nothing happens because if the other partner's not in the mood well nothing happens so the one who didn't touch the button doesn't know the other one touched the button but what i find rot flawed about that is the person who did touch the button knows the other person didn't touch the button so So you're still giving it away how would that change the one person being in the mood and pressing the button or the one person being in the mood and then like touching well they were kind of trying to say that avoid connection there's no heart hard feelings no hurt feelings but of course there is you touched the button and you don't know the other person you know the other person didn't touch the button but the other person doesn't know that you touched the button because they didn't touch the button so as far as they're concerned, nobody touched the button. So the person who actually touches the button ends up with hurt feelings because they're possessing the knowledge that the other person didn't because if they did, it would tell them that and they know they touched it. So rejection, that's how they feel, which is stupid because the other person has just as much a chance of touching the button as not touching the button. It's not like they're purposely not touching the button. If that was the case, they shouldn't be together. It's that simple. Like, that's just dumb. And, and you, you know what? And, I, and honestly, I'm not going to touch the button for three well, and weeks. Honestly, and honestly, I'll change that around. You have a right to not touch the button if that's what you want. You have a right to not touch the button. But what you don't have a right to do is not touch the button and not tell the other person why. If you're, if you're doing it on purpose because, you know, you, you know, I did something that made you mad and you're mad at me, okay, then tell me, you know what? I'm mad, and here's why I'm mad. You know, but to, like, not tell the person, that's that's when you start using it as a weapon or, you know, punishment. You know, We've had this discussion before, and to me, they're trying to solve that problem with that stupid button thing. That's just dumb. The whole concept is dumb. I think it actually magnifies the hurt feelings. Because now they actually have a method for telling the other person that they're in the mood and they're not using it to say they're in the mood. And then you think to yourself, you're supposed to always be in the mood for me. What the hell is that about? You know, and then you get your feelings hurt. 
like I said, though, there are some times where it's reasonable. The other person's always supposed to be in the mood? That's how people think. Well, those people should shut up. <laughs> exactly, because it's the other person's choice. But my point is, this little tool gives away what their choice really is. It's just it's dumb. The other way, you're just left to guess, you know? But this way, it's like, there's an answer. I don't like that. I think it's stupid. <laughs> I think it's really stupid. Tell so, us how you really feel. So, <laughs> as everybody knows, my oldest, Ash, moved away to Australia. She's getting married to an Australian bloke. That's right. I'm going <laughs> to use the terms that I get thrown at me when, when she's here, but I love it. It makes me chuckle and makes me smile because she's she's embracing the situation like with open arms. And I like that. She's not She's not trying to make it something that only she wants. She's trying to compromise and put the two of them together. And I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. And I know we kind of teased her when she was here about using some of her Australian terms. But I get it. She's trying to immerse herself in that. Like I used to every single day. Now I do it like once every two weeks. But I used to when you were over there. Every day I would read the global news website. Uh every day because i wanted to be able to talk to you about things that were going on over there it's the only way i could and i love that she's doing that but but i get every right to tease her because she has teased me since the day she yes, met me about exactly. my canadianisms so what i'm getting at here though is that she's quarantined right now into the house because the fires near her have a lot of smoke today really bad smoke so she's kind of quarantined. But it reminded me that you told me about a story you had read or seen a video or something it's that you heard. It was a video? Okay, so you saw a video. And tell the people, tell our listeners what the video was about in relation to Australia and its fires. Well, at the time of the video, these planes, well, they might have been helicopters and stuff, were flying over the burnt areas and they were dropping salads for wallabies. So they were dropping wow. like carrots and celery and sweet potatoes, rutabagas and all that good shit for these wallabies. Because while wallabies survive the fires, their food source has been wiped out. So at the time of video creation, they had dropped 2,200 kilograms of food wow. for these wallabies. Wow. You know, I, I know that people are going to be like, oh, they're wasting their time. You know trying to save animals they're just animals and they're risking people's lives because you know flying an airplane anytime you fly an airplane something bad can happen they're not just animals but they're the creators the of the entire ecosystem yeah well, that's the point that i'm trying to get to thank you for getting there before me i appreciate that i do turds the whole thing is they're doing their part because okay they're resilient enough to survive the fires and then you're going to let them get wiped out from starvation hell no A they also help Knitted, had people knitting mittens for koala bears because their hands were burnt. Aww. And they had... How did they get them on the koala bear? Are the koala bear smart enough to just put it on their little hands? Oh, they put them on the koala bear, you dingus. How, though? Those things are mean. Mean. Maybe they have to sedate They're them. meaner than Evander was. They're mean. Anyway, they had little knitted pouches for the joeys. Aww. Yeah. That's cute. I was like, why the heck? Is somebody joking? They want mittens for koala bears? No, they were not I joking. I get it now. So what they're doing is they have a little pouch for the joey, but then because there's not enough female uh, kangaroos, 
the male kangaroos carry the fake pouch. I get it now. No, it was just a bunch of pouches in a bin full of kangaroos. In a bin? They were in like Rubbermaid bins. How sad. Little pouches wow. of kangaroos. So bad for the little kangaroo baby. What I want to know is why there are so many kangaroo babies and no kangaroo mamas. Yeah, what happened? Like, did, Were they not strong enough to survive? Or did the... That's a good observation. Where did the mamas go? Well, and then I come to the horrifying conclusion that maybe the kangaroo mamas died in the burning and they rescued the baby kangaroos from the pouches. Yeah. But still, they had all these baby... It was really, really cute. It was like six Rubbermaid totes full of baby kangaroos. It's well, like, aww. Well, but okay. Okay, though. But back to what we were saying. There's people out there who are going to say that that's crazy to do that. They're, you know, quote, just animals. And you make a very, very valid point, which was they're what? Ecosystem? Yeah, they're part... They're, they're like the originator of the ecosystem. Well, it'd be like... It'd be like... So places like big cities and stuff, they've wiped out the insect population. Like, you don't really get a high population of mosquitoes in Buena Park. Right. And because of that, there's very little bird population here. Right. And so what? They're going to, like, wipe out all of the wildlife in Australia? And then what will happen to their ecosystem? Exactly. I mean, so instead, they're doing the smart thing Yes, it's helping the animals. That's a great side effect. But it's helping themselves. Because that's how that's how things need to be. There needs to be an interaction between the different species and you know, you need to like make the animals your friend and be the friend of the animal. Like they're there for a reason and everybody plays a role in our entire ecosystem. Like you make the point about the the birds and the insects. You know, it got inversely tilted the wrong direction to the point where there was no need for there to be a huge bird population. And they either left or died. Right. Went somewhere else to eat. So I don't I don't really know what wallabies or kangaroos eat. But whatever they eat, it's going to become crazy overgrown because there's nothing eating it if they let the fires wipe out all of the kangaroo population. Right. Gotta maintain the balance. Well, and that's why they're gonna feed them because they want to make sure that, like I said, they were resilient enough to survive the fire. Let's not have them die from starvation. That's just ridiculous. Because there's something you can do about that, and they're doing it. They're just plop, 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 dropping Carrot. tons and tons of food. Yeah. Carrots, beets, etc. I mean, as you coined it, a salad. They're dropping a salad on that. <laughs> the wallaby, on their wallaby salad. salad. I mean, and that's funny, but it's true. And it's, and yes, it's kind of animal activism. I get it. It's sort of like that. It's like animal activism. But beyond that, it's human activism because they're understanding that they don't want to tip the ecosystem the wrong way because it could also kill off the humans. Come on now. If half a million people were killed because of wildfires in an area, the rest of the world would send aid. So what the hell is the difference? People are animals. These are animals. How about we just be freaking nice to them because their homes just burned down? And that's what I'm saying. We all have to learn that we need to interact with one another in a kind way and in a gentle way. And we need to understand that, that like we should be honest with each other. We should tell each other what we're thinking and feeling. 
but we shouldn't get so butthurt about stuff like that. We should understand that, oh, it's coming from a good place. Let's move forward. And if, and, and I also think that with society, what they do is they're bothered by something, but they don't want to tell you. But that doesn't stop them from judging you for doing the thing. See? So, like, you know, maybe you have a habit that you, like, smack your lips when you eat. And so, rather than... One of the most annoying habits in the world. Rather than tell you, hey, man, you know, it kind of bugs me. You You smack your lips when you eat. They act like they're the better person and they continue to have dinner with you. But behind your back, they talk shit about how you smack your lips. That's lame. You just need to be honest with somebody and, and not get it, other person shouldn't get butt hurt if I say to them, "Hey, Toria, you smack your lips when you eat. You need to knock that off." Dude, back right? to Australia. <laughs> back to Australia. I just think that it's smart for those people to be taking care of the entire ecosystem because they they shouldn't act like they're oh I'm superior so therefore it'll never affect me. It's all interlinked, and of course it's going to affect you. Of course. Well, and at least Australians seem to be smart enough to know that. Exactly. And and that impresses me. There's a lot of things that, in talking to my future son-in-law, that I'm tripped out on by the whole Australian culture. I am. It's just it's neither bad nor good. It's just kind of weird to me. Like, what? I don't put my head around that. But then there's so many other things that I'm finding out like this that just impress the hell out of me. That people grasp that bigger picture that we don't seem to grasp here. Our problem here is we want everybody to have it their way. And that's probably a mostly good idea as long as... In fact, it's not even a mostly good idea. It's a great idea, except here's the problem. In society today, we don't allow the flip side to also be false so i disagree with you on this so therefore i must disagree with you on that and that and that and that and that it's not true i only disagree with you on this and our society isn't i don't know what's happened i don't want to say not advanced enough because they were but somehow we've reverted to a society where everything offends us everything and then what happens because of that is you stop telling people the truth because they're offended. Well, then when you stop telling people the truth, do you really have a friendship with that person if you can't even tell them the truth? And so on and, and so forth. So I think I, the Australian people impress me in that nature. And I just hope that these fires get more under control. Apparently, they're very much under control near Melbourne where Ash is but not so much in New South Wales. It's really bad there. So I hope it gets under control. Um, We'll try to find the link to the video and drop it in the show notes. Um, I'm sure I can find it. Even if I have to Google it, I'll find it. I'm sure if you just Google search wallaby salad, you'll find it. Yeah. Oh, you got that term from the video? No. Yeah, but still, if they didn't tag the video with that, then they suck. Yeah, true. Um, (laughs) But that's... That's the thing, okay? That's the thing. One of the things that is like a new, like I don't want to say technology, but it's kind of a new discovery, CBD. You know about CBD. Tell the people what you've used CBD for. 
Well, I put it on my dog bite from the other day when that jackass of an Amanda bit me. You've used it on muscle aches? Yeah, we have that great roll-on. And you've used it on the dog, and it's calmed him down? It's especially calmed down Mr. Vicious. Yeah, like mellowed him out. Uh, probably would be good for her. Well, you know what? If Mr. Vicious hadn't chewed up and eaten the entire yeah, bottle because he loved it. it so much, we could, we could give it, it to her. her. But, but just, you know, we really like these products that are available from our website, yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash CBD. You go there and try those products. They are amazing products and the purest CBD on the market. And that's the thing you have to be careful of. Just like the vaping thing is because of low quality vape cartridges, CBD that comes up, oh, it's a scam. People would say that's because they bought crappy CBD in super low dose. Oh, I got it for $5. Yeah, well, you're going to have to pay a little more than that. So the company we work with, we get a little commission. You don't pay any more than if you were to buy it from them directly. And you will love their products. So go browse. They got all sorts of things, ointments, dog stuff, etc. So you look tired. So I'm going to go take some CBD and good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye, Yogi. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.